Welcome back to the podcast and happy new year. I'm excited to be back. I was away for about three weeks, but I'm back with more talks to enrich your work of faith this year. But before I go into what today's episode is about, let me assume today is your first time listening to this podcast and you're asking what is it all about. Well, my aim for this podcast has always been to help as many people as I can to think and act in ways that reflect the fact that we all as Christians are only but pilgrims in this world. We should live in this world in a way that shows that we are not of this world. We should live in this world with the world to come in sight. I think this is what the Christian life is about. So let me give you three reasons you should subscribe and listen to this podcast. And then I will give you 10 questions to make the most of this new year. Number one, we regularly need reminders. We need reminders of what we know and have forgotten about God and the Bible. Because Peter said in 2 Peter 1 verse 13, It is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. In some way, we all leak. We just forget and we need a Bible-based, scripture-saturated, gospel-driven, God-centered preacher to tell us what we know and to tell us what we know with some sense of reality and authenticity. I am very privileged and humbled to be such preacher for you through the Pilgrim podcast. With Peter, I say to you, it is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. So one reason you should subscribe and listen to this podcast is that it will be a reminder in your pilgrimage in this world to the world to come. Number two, we need to hear others' experiences with God. We all need real life people speaking to us about their experience with God. This is what the Psalms are. The Psalm says things like, Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. Psalm 73, 25-26 That is a man talking to us about his work with God and we should listen to him. So I want to do that for you too. I will not only speak about the Christian life, but also share about my work with God. I will not only tell you what I see, I will speak also of what I am suffering. I realize that people want to be told about what a preacher is experiencing of God because we get stirred up that way and want to join them in that experience. People naturally love stories, especially real life stories, and I know that. So my second reason you should subscribe and listen to this podcast is you will hear a lot of stories, mine and Christian heroes throughout church history that have helped me in my journey about experiencing God in your pilgrimage in this world to the world to come. The third reason is that we need to learn. Second Peter 3 verse 18 also says, You must grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you say to me, well, I can learn through reading books, then I will say, well, you can't read books while you're doing your chores. When you're commuting to work or while you're driving, can you? You can read books during these times. 
So basically, I am trying to extol you to obey Ephesians 5 verse 16. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. If there are any time we should be heavily conscious is in these evil days since we are pilgrim here. Make the most of every opportunity for the days are evil. And making the most of every opportunity involves purchasing time, grabbing it, not wasting it. God has given us technology as a way of making the most of the time. Isn't it sad that so many have turned it into a time waster? So my final exhortation to you, why you should listen and subscribe to this podcast is this. Use your phone or your iPod or your iPhone or whatever you've got as a time investor, not a time waster in your pilgrimage in the world to come. The beginning of a new year is an ideal time to stop and look up and get our bearings. So here are my 10 questions to ask for a more fruitful year. Number one, what's the one thing you can do this year to increase your joy in God? Enjoying God is why we exist. To glorify God by enjoying Him forever is our ultimate purpose. So to ask this question is to ask how to fulfill your primary purpose for which you were created. We enjoy God primarily through the means of grace He has given to us. He has promised to bless us most directly and consistently through means such as His Word, just such as prayer, such as meditation. So get intentional about serving God through the Bible, through Bible reading, through prayer, through meditation. And there are other means to enjoy God, but these are the primary ones. Number two, what one thing could you do to improve your prayer life this year? For many of us, it might be as simple as designating a time exclusively for prayer instead of praying only on the go type of prayers. For others, it might be learning the simple biblical practice of praying the scriptures. So you get the point and seek to pray more this year. Number three, what habit would you like to establish? Naturally, we are all creatures of habit. Each of us can almost immediately identify a regular practice that, if it became ingrained into our routines, would bless us and others and bring glory to God. And perhaps it, it, it could be the addition of some simple spiritual discipline, Maybe the Holy Spirit has been prompting you to begin a new habit in one of the unusual areas of concentration, and like overall health. Or it could be something like fresh diligence in housekeeping or chores. Or it could be marriage or family life or the use of technology. But either way, pray, make a plan and start. Number four, what's the most important decision you need to make? We are where we are in life and our work of it because of the decisions we have made up to this point. We can't avoid the certainty of decisions. So the earlier we face this fact, the better for us. Number five, what's the single biggest time waste in your life and how can you make the most of your time? Is your time waste of social media? A lot of people do social media these days. Is it television? Is it video games? Is it sports? Is it hobbies? And it's easy for any of these or something else to take too much of our hearts and time. Is repentance required? 
Mm, trying to stop by itself is probably not the answer. Actively replacing it with something better helps us in making the most of every opportunity. Number six, what's the most important way, by God's grace, you will try to make this year different from last? Every new year comes with its demand to make it count. I believe in the sovereign providence of God and obviously, God's sovereignty rules over all things. And there is nothing we can do about much that he brings into our life. But on the other hand, under his sovereignty, he gives us a measure of responsibility over many areas of life. In which of these would you most likely to see a change from last year? To which area of your life do you sense the Holy Spirit calling you, calling your attention most urgently? Number seven, what single thing can you plan to do this year that will matter most in 10 years or in eternity? We are often bent to pay attention to short-term deadlines. Business and fatigue often limit our vision to just getting through today. But don't, don't let the tyranny of the urgent distract you from something you're neglecting that would have enormous long-term impact on your soul, on your family, or your, maybe your ministry. Number eight. What is your most important financial goal and what is the most important step towards it? And this is very important. For me, uh, goals for financial stewardship typically relate to giving to God's kingdom work and reducing debts, saving for something special, special, or generating a new income stream. But it could be that you need to develop a better biblical and practical foundation for managing your money. Consider reading a book on the subject, asking for counsel from a wise Christian friend or talking with a professional. Decide which to put at the top of your list and make a measurable move towards it. Number nine, what's the single best step you can take to improve your work life? The Bible encourages not only work but good work. Proverbs 20, 29 says, do you see any truly competent workers? They will save kings rather than working for ordinary people. It's common to fall into the routines and the deadline of our employment and develop a mindset of just go to work and do my job. How can you become someone who is known as a truly competent worker this year? Determined to improve one work related skill and add more value to your labor and you will see a good return on investment. Number 10 and the last, what books in addition to the Bible do you most want to read? Have the increasing pressure of your life crowded out the benefits and the pleasures of reading? And this new year, would you choose one or more books you know you really find helpful and read just one page per day? By reading one page per day, you may read the equivalent of two length page books. That may not sound like much, but it's far better than not reading at all. Many of us don't read because we approach reading a book with a finish it mentality instead of learning something from the book. And moreover, by some accounts, reading a page per day would 
place you above half the Nigerian population in the number of books read each year. I hope this episode will help you to make plans and goals and to live this new year with biblical diligence, remembering that remembering the promise in Proverbs 21.5 that good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. But in all things, let us also remember our dependence on our King, who said in John 15.5, Apart from me, you can do nothing. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Pilgrim Podcast. If you find it helpful, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast or search our growing archive for more episodes. Join me next time as we journey through scripture, exploring the Christian life and what it practically means to live as a pilgrim in this world.